It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, and that's loyalty. And without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. It's podcast time. What's going on? Happy Thursday. We're at the new Charterhouse office. Now, uh, Mark, it seems to be a work in progress. It is a work in progress. We actually don't even have the lights on, but... There's no lights. There's no No, heat. the lights work. The lights work. They're just off. What we noticed when we moved down here, our old office had uh, really, uh, other than the glass door, two exterior windows. This one that you're in now has 10. So while we have lights on, there's so much more natural light in here that you, they almost don't matter. So whether they're on or off, you don't make see a lot of difference. Uh, it is a work in progress. We have a broken furnace, so it's cold in here. So like the glass back there, is that going to be? So that's our, we, we've got a lender partner, lender partner, community choice. Uh, we'll have a loan officer back there in that section. Oh, wow. You guys so, are taking it up a notch. We're taking it up a notch. We might even have an ATM in here. So if you need wow. to stop by for some cash. Are you serious, Clark? Yeah. Yeah. So Why do you need an ATM? Uh, it's their idea, but uh, we're not opposed to people. Anybody that happens to stop into oh, our office for I any see. reason. It's the community choice ATM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I thought maybe, you guys were just randomly putting one in here. No, no, no. It'd be the, ba- <laughs> it'd be the bank's ATM, but you know, why have an ATM in a real estate office? Well, you know, you get someone in the door and they say, what is this place? And it's an introduction to somebody. So That's a good point. That's yeah. not, not a terrible thing. So, yes, it's a work in progress. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be officially wrapped up. Uh, we got a couple things. That cool scoreboard back there, that's got to get hung. Yeah, man, this is great. This is going to be really cool. I've bought every cell phone since I moved to this area in this building. I wonder, yeah, so your cellular was here. I wonder yeah. if uh, we're getting radiation as we speak from old cell phones. Oh, my phones. God, my brain is being fried. As, as we speak, so. Cool, Wait. yeah, this is going to be great. Look forward to this. Maybe we can have the uh, Fawcast 200 party here. That that's probably exactly where we're going to have it. So, we are excited for the new space and new things. And and uh, KK just came in to get ready to get bitched at for how cold it is in here, man. Yeah, it's pretty chilly in here. It's pretty chilly. Hey, no swearing, KK. We're on the air. This is a this is a family show. This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> we'll have none of that. All right. Last week we were discussing how our wives are in sync with their cycles. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. We, we that was did about a five-minute conversation. I don't understand how that happens with women. I Again, like, uh, I plead the fifth. I don't get it, but it does happen. It's it's nature, man. It really is. So you uh, you had – I want, wanted to ask some questions about this. Um, I'll be the first to admit I didn't listen. Which, oh, don't worry. It's which, fine. Which makes me sad. But you did a little play-by-play 
I did for a for a Division One women's basketball game, Iowa State versus Auburn, the other day, and you were. Uh, it'd been a while since you'd done play by play. It had been about nine years. A long time. Did you before you did it? Did you in in whatever sense you could? Did you feel like you practiced at all? No. So. The, it's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah. Or like water skiing. You kind of just, once you get up, it's, you, you seem to get up every time. But You're talking to a guy that's tried to water ski once in it, his life and never got up. So I, It's funny because I'm on the air. Like you could put, like throw me and Ross on the air for three hours with no prep and I'm not nervous at all. And you can go. It just rolls. Yeah. Dude, I was so nervous on Tuesday night. Like couldn't sleep the night before type of nervous in it you know why though it's just because i want to do like a lot of people will be like oh it's just women's basketball like i want to do a great job for them sure. like i love bill finley like family um and it is uh it's an important deal to me i don't know why um having a daughter like all that like you you know i i get it it's not yeah. it's not the men's game it's not football but like to me sure. it's to me it's that big is that so? Like the last thing I want to do, Mark, is just go in there and half-ass it. I happen I to. So um, that's why I was nervous. I didn't want to let everybody down. I feel so. How would you compare? And I know you, you'll say nice things. I happened to catch five minutes of the game before because uh, it was on fourteen sixty. I was in my car and I heard Bloom doing the play-by-play. Yeah, you were doing yeah, color yeah. on that, and uh-huh. I thought you guys were doing doing pretty well together. Was was he doing color on this one, or was it no. just you? So part the what what we're doing is neither one of us could do the whole season. Yeah. So we're kind of we're splitting it up. Molly Parrott, who's done color the last like I don't know five six years, she's doing color for um, whoever when that way it keeps for instead of me and Bloom having to do thirty five games, yeah. we can split. I'm doing like a a third of the schedule, yep. and Bloom will do about that as well. So yeah, it, you know it works and. Bloom's much better than me. I'm not. <laughs> he he's so polished. And well, he's been doing it for a while. Bloom sounds like a professional broadcaster. I guess my style is more um, living I, room. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Like I'm not. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a talk radio guy. I'm a podcast guy. I'm never gonna be Bob Costas. I'm never gonna. And I, I just want to have fun with it. And hopefully the fans will enjoy. Did that you uh, Did you latch on any catchphrases yet? Are you no, working on anything? No. I feel like those have to just like come to you. Like they don't. I don't think you can plan those out. What do you say in a three pointer? She jumps. She shoots. This it's good. It's just something simple. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't really think about it. Yeah. It's so much fun for the me though. Like I. The CF stuff I I love, but it's over the years it's turned. I'm managing people. I'm it's much like your real estate career. I'm sure. Yeah. It's less of what I do on a day to day basis is not really what I got into the business for. Yeah. It's programmatic ads and it's studying Facebook algorithms <laughs> and it's building. You know what I mean? Like it is not what I got into this for. So like when I can just go and turn the cell phone off and for two straight hours. Yeah describe something that I'm really passionate about, which is Cyclone women's basketball. Like yep. it is therapeutic for me and I can't put in, I, that's the only way I can describe it. I think we could make this fun for the Fockers. And before you go on your rant and say, this is not professional, I'm going to remind you of something. It would be fun if we could get you to insert a phrase <laughs> during a game. Now, 
Dan Patrick used to do this with Bob Costas all the time. And Bob Costas would go on. Dan would say, I remember one specifically. Yeah. The exact wording eludes me, but Dan said something about how he had to go on and take a drink of lemonade and say, now that's fresh lemonade. <laughs> so then, like, the pregame, he, he did it. I saw him do that. So Dan would say, do this so our listeners know. So whether it's the, you know, on one three, okay, pick yeah. a three in the game, and you got, you got to give us so a little, and boom lemonade. goes the dynamite or whatever it is. I'll do some of that. You know, I, I think if we could throw one phrase in there, you'd get some people to listen to see if you were going to drop it or not. It's funny you say that because when I was used to do high school stuff, my, my best friend, Adam Carper, his um, his little sister was in high school when I was doing that, and I would call a lot of her games, and he would always listen on the stream, okay? Yeah, yeah. And we did that constantly. Mm-hmm. He'd be texting me, like, phrases to work in. So I'm not above that. Yeah. I'm I, not above that. Well, as long as it's appropriate – this can't be like a forecast type of phrase. When's your next game? Um, doing? I'm doing the Iowa game. Okay. Which is the first week of December. Okay. They, they I, I'm gone on Sunday because I'll be in Austin. All right. Um, and then they've got the game in Canada okay. over Thanksgiving. Bloom's doing those two. And then I'm doing the Iowa game. Uh, wait a minute. No. I, 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 I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I'm going with them to South Dakota. In, oh, in South November. Dakota. Yeah. So, so what we'll do is I'll put out on on Twitter and I'll tag you. That always helps a little bit. Um, you know, we'll we'll make it. Yeah, it's, it, it can't be forecast worthy. It's got to be clean. Yeah. But we'll we'll ask the people to come up with a phrase that you can say once during the game after Iowa State makes a three pointer. And I'll do it because of this, because I want part of my job with this is to garner attention to sure. Iowa State women's basketball. And if I can get. 20 extra fuckers yeah. out there like caring about the program and listening <laughs> you, then I'm in. Let's you could, go. You could just say gibberish and like <laughs> like after a three-pointer it's like and boom goes the dynamite. Just just <laughs> really really anything. I mean, you could say and that's fresh squeezed lemonade. I mean no one no one's going to care. It's like that's his new that's his new catchphrase baby. And boom goes the dynamite. That do you remember the 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 old website E-bombs world? Yeah. Yeah. That was where that boom goes the dynamite kid like yeah. really got his fame. So the best way to describe and I some of our younger fuckers, you guys would go down this rabbit hole. E bombs world was basically like a com- a compilation of funny YouTube videos just all it, it was basically Tosh point on the internet yeah. back in like I don't know. I was looking at that when I was in college. You're describing it accurately. So, like, 03, 04? Yeah. Like, this is really early internet age. The dot-com boom. And that's where all of these stupid videos would just get housed. And people, you could just get lost for hours on ebombsworld.com. Do you think there's anybody out there that doesn't know uh, Boom Goes the Dynamite, what that reference is to? There's some is people. Saying it? Yeah, no, there's there's some people listening who don't know what we're my talking favorite, about. My favorite part of that video is not when he says that. It's when he's in the middle of this. So apparently this kid's doing this newscast uh, for his school. I think it was yeah. Ball State maybe. Yeah, it is Ball State. Good, okay. cal- good call. So he's doing this, and I and I guess the prompter goes down. So he's lost. He doesn't have a script. He doesn't know what he's doing. So he's trying to describe the action as he's seen it. But at one point, I think, if memory serves, he literally looks at the camera and basically mouths the words, I'm sorry, like in the, in <laughs> yeah. the middle. He's of, so just de- defeated. Oh, man. He looked terrified. He's like there. sighing. He's like, <sighs> and passes to number thirty-one, and uh, boom goes the dynamite. I will say this: I've been there. 
Not fun. Hopefully, it's not as bad as that kid was. But like, there there are instances when you are clearly not comfortable with something on the air. Yeah. And there's dead silence, just you know, radio silence. Yep. And it is a horrible, horrible feeling. What was the what was the the hardest part the other day of doing the play by play? Um, it's the, the and this is. Anybody who knows me, you'll get this because you know how anal I am about things. The breaks. Okay. <laughs> Timing out. For me, like describing the action's fun. Like that, I can do that. Um, even if I don't know the team, I'll learn it as I go. I have the, the hard part for me is making sure I get all the sponsor reads in and knowing when to take a timeout. A how team, does a radio did, timeout. Go, go a little deeper because that's what we do here. We got time for this. Like describe that. I think a lot of people have no idea what that actually looks like. So you're calling the game, but yes, you've got to get some reads in, yeah. like during free throws or whatever. How are how are those handed to you? How do you know what you need to do and when you need to do it so during the game? Basically, there's a piece of it's like a three page document that I have of sponsor liners that have to get read throughout the game. It doesn't matter when, but okay. they all have to be in during the play by play. So you've just got to. My, I try and knock him out early. Yeah, I'm the kid who would get his homework done early so that he could go outside and play and not sure. have to worry about it. Yeah, that's how I kind of go through it. The hard part for me that I've really had to adjust to is when you're watching a men's game. There's a 16 and under timeout. There's a 12 and under timeout. Yeah. an eight and under. Yeah, the women's game goes by quarters. Yep, and it's very difficult to know when for those me, timeouts are coming. when the media timeouts are coming, and it's. It's oftentimes they're not in designated spots. Well, they're supposed to be. Okay, but some officials are not. They don't go by it. Okay. So what you constantly have to watch for at that ball is the official points at you. Okay. To take your time out and like I'm not trained to be looking at the official. I'm so used to the men's game where I know first dead ball sixteen and under. Boom, we're taking immediate timeout. Yeah. So to me, again, like I. It probably doesn't surprise you that that's what I stay up all night. Did you like, did you about. trip over yourself the other day, like in those moments? You're like, oh crap, I got to get three Once. more in, and I've you know. Once, but I was happy to know that the guys on Cyclones TV who were producing that, yeah, I uh, the the ref screwed it up because the ref signaled a thirty second timeout, yeah, and then he changed his mind yeah. and went with the media, and he took the media timeout like two minutes before you normally do, mm-hmm. so. Like, but I was happy to know that Tyler Rutherford and the guys at Cyclones TV had screwed them up too. So I, it wasn't just a me me problem. What would be interesting, I think, obviously you've got more on your plate to them, you, you know, being able able to do this. But thinking like, imagine you've got, you know, one of the the leads is or one of the things you got to read is a, a a mason, like a brick mason or something like that. So like figuring out when in the game you can tie that in. So and that was a brick by whoever. And speaking of bricks. And then do it or <laughs> yeah, wh- or yeah. whatever, right? Like, this is what I have to read tonight. Yes. Which ones of these tie in the game action that I can get out of the yeah. way? Because <laughs> people like that. And speaking of, it's yeah. like nice natural segues. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, easier said than done. I Do you do you like that, though? Because, like, I'm, I like to just kind of treat it like I'm doing sports talk radio, except, I mean, clearly it's a different format. That's yeah. what I prefer. But some people want the really, like, disciplined – regimented look like bloom bloom blooms is I, I no offense to anybody doing it yeah i think bloom's the best technical play-by-play man in the state of Iowa. we were having this debate and i don't the, think it's that we close. were having this debate it wasn't even a debate it was just a discussion in my vegas text group the other day about uh radio 
guys, radio personalities. And who's really great, who's not. Um, you know, like we were saying, um, Kevin Harlan is really, really good on NFL radio. Yeah, Kevin Harlan's is respected of a play-by-play man as anybody. I, you know, Ian Eagle, there's, there's a number of guys, not only because of the quality of their voice, but how they call the action. I remember uh, used to be the Bears old broadcast. I don't know if it was Tom Brenneman that did it. Um, I remember him. But there's a lot of good guys, and I'm talking about, so you turn on, you turn on the, um, the radio and you're in the car, right? And then I'll give you the bad example, which people will think it's a homer call on my, my side. But you turn on the, the – the, and my wife's like, I don't understand. She can't follow play-by-play. And I've been listening to sports yeah. my whole life, so it's very easy. But when, especially when you're watching – works for basketball, works for football. But your announcer is saying things like, they're moving left to right on your radio dial. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now it paints a picture. Yes. And people that you know talk about, you know, the running back gets the ball. He's, you know, headed to the right side. He's angled out of bounds at the 25. It's a gain of eight. They're always telling you what the yardage is. They're reminding you of the score. Time they're bringing score. the time. time they're doing that. What yeah. You know who sucks at that? Who? Dolph. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. You can listen to a hot game for five minutes and have no clue. What's going on? You don't know what the score is. You don't know where they are in the field. Yeah. It's terrible. But, Dolph, um, and again, it, it comes down to if you what you prefer. It, do you like the technical thing? I know or? a lot of Hawk fans, by the way. Ben C., who's here, is one of them. And, and they say, no, he sucks. Okay, I, mean, I yeah. think it's pretty – yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, everybody's different. Um, Dolph's more old school with it. I, I kind of want to be somewhere in the middle. Time and score, time and score. I mean, you have to remember that you're doing it on the radio. But, like, the one thing that I think that Dolph's proponents would say is that he he's a personality. You know, and, the, and people people feel like they're watching the game with him. He is a, he, he, he's not the most technically sound. Though, I would the, the, other, the other critique I would have for him or anybody that's like this is when they don't. And here's another example. Um is it uh, what's his last name? Denny, the the Royals. Denny Denny Matthews. Denny Matthews. Okay, announcers that don't get excited in the excitable moments, right? Yes. Your touchdowns, your interceptions, your whatever, and they act like it was just a two yard run up the middle on first and ten. You know, you some variation. Yeah. yeah. Is, is nice to have. I would agree. I think if you see an amazing play with Iowa State women, you're gonna get a little bit more excited yeah i need to work on that. not getting so excited every play yeah i get so juiced up the thing is with the with the gals like i mean they're you look at them like little sisters right and you just yeah. you get excited for them when they make it three or you know yeah that that's how i oddly <coughs> experienced it the other night when you are calling so the other night was auburn uh, you're not familiar with their team, not very familiar. So you're you're watching someone, they score a basket. Are your eyes immediately going down to the sheet to call it a name? Uh, in the first quarter, yeah. To be brutally honest with you, yeah, I I didn't bring it with me, but you should have seen the prep sheet that I had put together. Any tough names? <laughs> they weren't tough, but some of them were kind of funny. Yeah. Um, the their best player's name was Unique. Unique. Yeah, her name was Unique Thompson. Okay. Easy last name. And I, I had some people making fun of me on Twitter. By the way, I kept saying Unique. Yeah. Um, but no, they, their names weren't too hard. The The thing that was hard about them is they did a full court press. Yeah. For 40 minutes. So, like, I I got, after nine years of not doing play-by-play, I was, I was thrown into the 10-foot not yeah. knowing how to Good swim. Luck. Good luck, bud. Yeah. With yeah. a full court press. And the women's game is – 
more sporadic oftentimes. Yeah. Like when you get a bad women's team like that Niagara team <laughs> yeah. that came to town on Friday, that's a hard game to call because there's no rhythm to it. You, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Like sure. The, you don't know what they're yeah. – you cannot anticipate what they're going to do. At least like when Iowa State and Auburn are playing, like it's a really – it's two good teams. Yeah. They – you know, there's a rhyme and reason for what they're doing. That was my hardest part when doing high school. You get to some of those 1A girls games, mm-hmm. there's just no flow. Even 1A boys games, like, it, it it's horrible. Well, especially doing in high school with football, no shot clock and try, things like that. Try doing a really bad high school volleyball game on the radio. <laughs> like, or, or one of those eight-man football games that's 65-3. to three. Like, it is hard I'll be to, honest. to make I don't, that I don't, interesting. I don't think I even knew volleyball was on the radio, to be honest. I used, that was my thing. That was your thing. That was the best sport that I could call was volleyball. I'm and serious. Tammy Jones with the spike. I, I, I will go to my grave saying that well-played volleyball is exciting of a sport as there is. Yeah. Like, But it's got to be the really – like you go up and watch Iowa State volleyball, like it is, it is fascinating yeah. to me at least. I tried to call the Iowa State volleyball on Cyclones TV years ago. I was trying to get that job, and they didn't. They didn't want me. <laughs> they didn't want you. You're not no. good enough. I think that <laughs> whether it's color or play-by-play, I think it is one of those jobs that uh, it's one of those jobs that people think that they could do very easily. It's like, oh, I could do better than that, or what you know. But obviously, you speak from experience having done it. I mean, it's like anything else. It takes skill yeah. to do it. It's harder and than it looks. The basketball is the most difficult, I think, because d- like you said with your wife, like describing the floor to me is difficult. I know what the right elbow is, yeah. but the, does my wife? Hell no. But does that mean anything to but your you, wife? But you also can't say she's about 15 feet out from the basket towards the right side. Yeah. Closest <laughs> to where Cy the mascot is currently standing. I mean, he can't go that You know what? Depth. But that's where Bloom's the best. Yeah. Bloom's adjectives. During play-by-play, uh, I mean, it's unlike anybody else. Like, he, his vocabulary, like, descriptive vocabulary when yeah. he's calling a game, it's just I'm always in awe of it. Sometimes, like, when I'm doing color, I have a hard time because I'm wanting to learn from Bloom, yeah. who's doing play-by-play. Is Bloom next in line for the throne when that day comes, I mean, the, the voice know. of the Cyclones? I don't think any retires. of us like to talk or think about that. Cause well, we I mean, all, people retire, you know? It yeah, we all love John so much. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody more deserving than Brent. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. You it's, know, he, he Brent was a Cyclone fan and when he was born, you know, like he there's nobody who would do a better job than him. Mhm. The yeah. way I look at it. And he's good. I've heard him do um obviously just a tiny bit of basketball, but football too. I mean, he's he's good at that as well. Yeah. Um football's a blast. Yeah. Football's my favorite sport to call. Because I, I like to geek out on, like, the formations and three wide. You know what I mean? Like the, Well, basketball is this constant. There's yeah. just more downtime in football. Yeah. I mean, you've got 40 seconds between plays to kind of yeah. analyze what just happened, et cetera. So it is very, very different. But I've become more, like, with football. I don't I, – honestly, I, I, I draw a compare. It's, be, it's when I got to know Campbell. But I've become, like, a real student of that game. Yeah. That I, I, that by, I, I by the way, five years ago. By the way, we've talked about this, and I know you said the same thing on Twitter the other day, and I do really want to have him on. Um, uh, Jay Jordan. Oh, yeah. It, like, if people aren't reading his analysis oh, that he's putting out how there. How good is it? It's, it's like, it, it feels like it's like pro-level worthy 
You know, it's like if you want in-depth analysis on what Iowa State's doing on the field, yeah, you need to read his stuff. But I knew Jay. Jay went to the same church I did up in Ames growing up. So I knew Jay when he was in college at Iowa State. So we're not like close, tight friends, but he messaged me, you know, several months back. Um, I would love to at some point get him on the fall. Have some have some fun. I don't know if I ever told this story. I've told this story on um, – I've told this story on a podcast before. I don't know if it was this one. So Jay and I had a fun night. We had dinner and some beers down in Dallas when I was there for um, media day yeah. this year. By the end of the night, Jay was using empty beer bottles <laughs> – is like little figurines yeah. to like go over like different forms of like defense with us. Yeah. Like he had it down on the table, like it was on the bar, mm-hmm. and Jay's using all this now. Okay, now here's this guy's in the three technique, and the, you know this is your middle linebacker right here. Like Jay, everything you read and like that's Jay. He's a smart dude, man. He's an attorney, and obviously played at Iowa State. And no, don't you feel like when you read his stuff, it's like, oh man, this is like stuff that we shouldn't even be able to see. This is like film room stuff. No, it's like it, it, it. Honestly, I mean, he's pretty clear with his words, but it's over our head analysis. It's like so much stuff that's like I didn't even know that was a thing, man. What he's talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think that with Iowa State getting better, I, you know, we used to come in here and bitch about how to get better, mm-hmm. right? And you know, one of my big things, and I know you were up on this too, and Gray used to fight with us about it. And people still mock the uniform thing. No, it wasn't. The black uniforms aren't going to make you better. Yeah. But it can help you recruit. Sure. And it's more of like the way that people view your program sure. and stuff. The, yeah. the youth movement. Yeah. We, we used to do that now. Now that you're better, I want to have like the X's and O's conversations on how you can be better that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Like Walters and I were on the on KXNO last night, and it was weird. Like, you know, Iowa State's in position to potentially play for a Big 12 championship. And we spent our time breaking down leaks in the defense that's just, that's been phenomenal. You know, Iowa State's defense has been – Gave it 14 points again. Yeah. But no. we're sitting here and we're like, all right, well, you know, the right end's not as good since 50 got out of the lineup. How do we shore that up? Yeah. And, like, it's just funny how your narratives change. Oh, for sure. You know, being good is fun. Being good is fun. It's a different type different type of thing than we're used to. I So the, I wanted to get your take quick on the Baylor game. Um, Did you go? Yeah, so I was on the field. Oh, you were? <coughs> Courtesy of our boy Lane. Oh, is that why you texted me? Yeah, I was down there. Because I was down there for the first half. And yeah, we were I, down there, but we were I, not. We weren't really on the Iowa State side of the field because that's crowded. Yeah, we were on the Baylor side, which is kind of interesting. So I it was is, over close by yeah. Matt Rule, and I, you know, I saw them bitching about stuff after they missed their field goal, and like to be that close to the bench and be able to hear stuff is a really unique experience. Yes. Um. I was right there when Baylor's uh, first player got kicked out. He was running right right by us. You know, were you with Whitford? Uh, Whitford was down yeah, there too. Because Whitford texted me what he said. Brewer. Oh, the uh, the quarterback. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't with him when he ran off. I don't yeah. know what he said. Whitford was right by the official. Okay. When Brewer got ejected, and let's just say, it was salty. Let's just say he earned it. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was salty. I never. Now I'll have to ask Jack about that off the record now. Um, but no, just a really really cool way to watch a game it's awesome man and what i realized is this is what i was telling lane if you played football at any point in your life high school college whatever there's this part of your brain or even as you get older 
you naively say to yourself, I could, I could still do that. Yeah. You know, I could, oh, I could still do that. Yeah. And I'm standing on the sideline and Baylor's running back is running towards me and gets tackled. And my instinct was, I need to get the hell out of the way because they're moving fast. They're moving really fast. Yeah. The, the size, the speed, all that stuff, really. The physicality up front on the line, you can't replicate from the Those stands. guys are big, yeah. man. They are huge. So he, here's – you want some insider? Yeah. I haven't written this. I haven't talked about this. This is 100% exclusive to the podcast. Go ahead. So um, I've got a lot of birdies, right? You do. And You know the, some people. The whole, like – animosity between those two teams started pregame. Really? I didn't know this. I guess that Rule was, you know, because they're down there all with their shirts off and stuff, right? Trying to show that they're tough. I guess Rule was out there during pregame in a cutoff tee. Yeah, he was Belichick for a little while. Okay. Now, he, he, he pushed out eventually. Yeah. He got warmer, but for a while, yeah, he was going Belichick look. So, allegedly, Rule was yelling at, like, our coaching staff before the game because he thought the field was in bad shape. He, and I guess Rule was like, what the F kind of field is this? This is a bunch of BS. Well, like, it's it's grass in, and no- it's November in November. in central Iowa. Yeah. It, it looked, I, so, again, I was on the field. I looked at the grass. It looked like grass – in Iowa in November. Really well put together. Grass. That's what it that's what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Rule was carrying on about that. And then he allegedly like yelled at one of our assistant coaches. Okay. Like pretty hardcore before yeah. the game. So it point being like the you know, and players sense all this. They're not oblivious to this. Yeah. And the thought on the Iowa State side was that Rule was like trying to set a tone with his team like We're hey, tough. We're tough guys. We know it's cold, but they're you know yeah. Like, we're going to tough it out and all this stuff. And, you know, in, 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 in rules defense, he didn't do anything bad. Yeah. But my point is, like, so fans can have a greater appreciation of why these fights may have broken out. Like, this had started an hour before kickoff where these mm-hmm. two teams were drawing back and forth. Yeah. And I do like the fact that Iowa State is now a team that is getting in fights with people. Well, it's like, just – Like, it stands up for itself. Like, I like that. Like, it, it is just so – Dumb. You see it at every level of football. For football players with their helmets on, punching each other. It makes no sense. It's stupid. It's just this aggression that needs to come out. I get it. But all you're going to do is get kicked out of a game or break a hand. I mean, punching someone with a helmet on is as dumb as it gets. Now, with that being said, with ejections, obviously we lose Montgomery for the first half of Texas. That, that, That is a loss. It's not something that can't be overcome. But I am curious on your breakdown of the game coming up. How I, I assume it's going to be a close game. Yeah. How do you see this game playing out, and how does Iowa State win? All right, let's dig deep. <laughs> you don't have to go Jay Jordan deep, but no, just I, that's kind of where I want to go here. Okay, fine. I'm a little concerned about Iowa State's defense, Mark. Based on uh, how much how much yardage they gave up against Baylor, uh, it's. The yardage per play is what is concerned me against. Here's the deal. Like, Kansas dropped a touchdown pass, Yeah. right? Baylor dropped one. Um, I'm just saying, like, if these other teams have executed just a smidge better the last – no, Baylor missed the two field goals, right? They missed two field goals. 
If no, and, their, two, and their quarterback missed a couple guys. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily drops, but he was missing yeah. some guys. In my, my whole point is I think Iowa State has caught some breaks the last couple of weeks that have made the defensive stats look better than they really were. If you watch these games closely, if you're just looking at the box scores, Iowa State's defense has been great. Yeah. However, like if you dig deeper, I th- I think there's a leak in the defense. And, and I'm concerned because this Ellinger kid with Texas is the real deal. He is – he can run. He has not thrown an interception in Big 12 play. Um, well, I'm not saying I, I was going to lose. I'm saying that I, John Haycock needs to have a really good week because the defense has not been the same since Awazarike 50 left. So where is, it, where is it need shoring up? Is it because they're not getting home on the quarterback enough? You know, you know what I think it is, Mark, is that we were getting so much pressure early in the year with three. Yeah. With Awazarike, Bailey, and Lima. Yeah. And since Awazarike's been out, we're having to bring pressure from other places. Yeah. We're, you're not getting it with your front three. Yeah. And to me, that that's where it starts. Yeah. Because people will easily go, oh, well, they're throwing opposite of Brian Peavy and that guy's getting killed. Correct. But that's a lot more difficult to do if you're getting pressure with three and you can drop eight. Sure. We're not dropping eight now like we were earlier in the yeah. year. And. I don't know. So Awazarike is that big of a loss? I think it is. I think he's our best defensive lineman. Now, a lot of people would argue with that. It's Lima. But, in, but I think Awazarike. Did he pass? Because before the season, you were saying it was Lima. And now you're yeah, saying it's. I think Awazarike, um, they play different positions. So, you know, it's I, I, Lima's probably the most valuable. Yeah. Perhaps. I don't know. I, I don't even know Raw anymore. Talent, maybe. But I think 50 to me, which is saying a lot because Bailey's insane yep. too, right? We have three elite guys. Now we have two. Yep. And it's changed the way the back end of the defense has had to perform. So based on that analysis, if you're the D coordinator, you do what? What? What is the change that you want to see happen? I don't even know. I, I can't even try to be John Haycock because he's so much smarter than me. But here's where I think it goes. I think it's a higher scoring game than people think. I think a lot of points are scored. There's a leak. There, there's not a leak in their defense. They've got a pipe burst. Like they, at least we're talking about something relatively. And there, and there, in lies the great news. I mean, you can have a, a game where your defense does not perform perfectly or even great, but if your offense is not getting stopped either, correct, you can overcome that. I think this is a game like two years ago there where it's a 38-35. Yeah. It's a 42 to 40. Like, I think that's that type of game. I, I think that it's a shootout on Saturday night. Where do you rank this game in terms of, I know people say the most important game ever, all of that, but um, if so let me ask it this way. If Iowa State wins, that means this. If Iowa State loses, that means this. What What direction do you go with those two statements? Um, if Iowa State wins and they end up playing in the Big 12 title game, I think it unequivocally is the biggest win in program history. Okay. Unless you want to perhaps say Oklahoma last year because that was like the real validation that the Campbell era is off. You know, yeah, I think sure. you can get in depth with all that. But like to, to me, this one. Go back to those 04 and 05 teams, which I loved those teams. The problem with the Oklahoma win last year was it felt a little bit fluky. It did at the time, yeah. Yeah, and these feel legit. So that's the difference. Like To me, like going to the title game in 04 or 05 would have been fun, but we knew Iowa State wasn't the second best team in the league. Yeah. Jesus, like the Big 12 North was terrible, yeah. and we didn't play Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, agreed. If you go this year 
Yeah. The starting one and three, climb back, do what you've done defensively. Yeah. And you you go and seal the deal at Texas. And this isn't a terrible Texas yeah. team. This is a top fifteen team. I can tell you who your coach of the year is. Well, hell one. yeah. And I and I think like in his mind, he goes, Jesus, we we're playing for titles in year three. What yeah. can I do here in year five? Yeah. And I think that's good for Iowa State long term with Matt Campbell. I and think I, the I, psychology is oh, it helps. Well, what it does is it says you can win at Iowa State. The people that say, especially especially this, I think you would agree that at some point in the near future, the playoffs expand to eight yeah, the, yeah. M- more than likely. I would agree with that, yeah. So how do you win a national championship? Well, you take step one, and step one is you got to get into the playoff. You can't win the national championship without getting into the playoff. So then the question becomes, can Iowa State get into the playoff? And if they can, they can do everything else, right? So this whole narrative is starting to shift already. You can't win at Iowa State. I don't know. If, going, yes, you can. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. It was on this podcast. I, I specifically remember it. It was one of those deals a couple of years ago where we took questions. And somebody asked us about Iowa State playing for a Big 12 title. I think they said, is there a better chance of Iowa State winning the national title in basketball or winning the Big 12 title in football? And, yep. I, and my response was, I don't think it's possible for Iowa State to win a Big 12 title in football. Yep. And I honestly believe that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've come like, – And, and that's I, different. I'm a dude who – I'll eat crow. Like, I was dead wrong about all that. And I credit <laughs> – Yeah. Oklahoma is absolutely beatable. But so this game, I agree, hugely important. But – and, again, I think we'll win. I, I, I think we'll figure it out. I do think we'll win. I think but, that but, but, Iowa but State's we, a better team than Texas. But if we don't, if we don't – then we go on and we beat um, we beat K State and we beat Incarnate Word and we finish what would that be eight and four eight and four and we get a pretty good bowl game out of that is that a terrible story no no and it's still a step up from last year and you look at what's going forward with a freshman quarterback who's going to be one of the top in the Big 12 next year, you basically return everybody other than Willie Harvey on defense. You automatically go into the next season with a top five defense in college football. Not the Big 12. Yep. College the whole football. Thing. Um, no, it's not the end of the world if they lose. But people want that win. Well, I mean, my, this is how I look at it, Mark. It's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Win the damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you, why can't they? <laughs> and Texas, Texas is much improved, obviously, this year. They over are. Where they started. Thomas done a good job with that team. Any any fallout at all from the uh, Zach Smith tweets? I don't know. The only thing that would be is like if if you were a high profile guy and some other dude starts doing that, like you know, your wife's gonna have some questions and. Yeah. Like, what distractions does he have at home right now? Like, you know, is he spending less time on Iowa State and more time on cleaning that stuff up? I know Tom pretty well. My guess is none of this is shocking to anybody at the Herman family that this all, like, happened to yeah. pop up because this Zach Smith guy is nuts. And he, he started doing this months, like a month ago, right? Yeah. Like, so my guess is that the Hermans weren't exactly caught off guard by what happened on Sunday. Yeah. But I don't know. It yeah. don't, here's the only thing that I don't know. I have no idea what. True, untrue. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that sucks is that the Hermans have a teenage daughter. Yeah. You know, and, like, that's what sucks. It's like, 
I, again, those two guys have their beef, and and trust me, I don't think Tom Herman's this cherub. Okay, I don't, I don't <laughs> believe that. But I, you know, I hate it, like because you know that the kids are reading that, and they got yeah. a young boy too, and I, yeah. that's the part that sucks for me. Yeah. Just, I I wish that it wouldn't all that public stuff. <laughs> anytime all that stuff plays out publicly, there's other people who are hurt from it. Twitter has its positives, but its negatives are it takes about ten seconds to ruin someone's reputation. Yeah, and then it's just out there. And you for- don't know like what. And Tom can't go and talk about that at a press conference. Yeah, you know, like. So what if it's not true? Yeah. What What if it is true? I don't know. Like it, the whole thing is just yeah. it, it reeks. It, it's not good. Um. Let's go through a few games here real quick. All right. Okay. What do we got this weekend? The, the Notre Dame-Syracuse intrigues me. That's one of these we'll talk about. Yeah, here. I'm intrigued by that. All right, here we go. Uh, I know you haven't studied. I haven't studied. Uh, these are off the cuff. Um, but let's remind the people out there. Now, you're not calling any of these locks. That's important. But at the same time, you're in fuego. I am in fuego. I mean, your record this year is ridiculous. 36 and 13. That's really, really good. What What percentage is that? It's like seventy five percent. Hold on, I'll add it up. Thirty six and thirteen. So thirty six divided by forty nine. What are we at? Yeah. Thirty six divided by forty nine. Seventy three percent. Yeah, seventy. That's that's world class, my friend. We'll <laughs> see if we can keep her up. All right, here you go. Okay. Nebraska, Michigan State, Nebraska plus two. You know, just off the top of my head, I would lean Nebraska here. It's at Nebraska, I believe. If this I, I would correct. lean Nebraska money line here, folks. I think that Frost has got it turned around. I think that their defense sucks, but it's not like Michigan State has some world-class Michigan offense. State's nothing special. No, and they got the Lombardi kid playing quarterback now who we're all familiar with. West Des Moines. Yeah, he played last week. He played last week against Ohio State. Okay, I'd agree with you on that one. I would lean Nebraska winning it outright. Okay, Notre Dame, Syracuse. Notre Dame minus 10. The note on this game is it's at Yankee Stadium. Don't you feel – I mean, what are the chances we're going to have three undefeated teams in the playoff? If you're going where I think you're going, Syracuse isn't going to beat Notre Dame. No, I'm not even saying that, Mark. I'm just saying like – Bama, look- well, really good. Bama's not going to lose. Did, did, oh, hold on. Did, did, that's so rare to have three undefeated teams. Doesn't somebody have to lose at some point? No, not when you look at the schedules. Okay. Clemson, who's beating Clemson? Nobody. Yeah, they, I mean the ACC's ba- – Bama, Bama doesn't even get challenged by anybody, honestly. No. Well, and they got to play Georgia in the SEC title game. Yeah, but like even so, like even if they lose, they're, they're still, still they're in still the in the playoff. Yeah, yeah, based on the season they've had, there's no way they're not in the playoff unless they got blown out, which I don't think is going to happen. Obviously, um, give me Notre Dame all day long. I, Notre Dame to cover. Uh, yeah, minus ten. Man, I don't know. I think I'd probably take the points there, but I I I've watched Syracuse. That Babers has got them playing. They, they play hard. Notre Dame just—they're good enough to, if, to figure out a way to pull it out. I'll say this: if any of those teams is going to lose, it'll be Notre Dame on Saturday. Boom. All right, boom. Um, but I don't think it'll happen. Our friends, the Hawks—I think they finally get off the Schneid after Jeez. a three-game losing streak. They're playing at Illinois. Illinois is plus sixteen. I'd take the points. I would too. I would too. There's no reason not to. And, it, and who, the, there seems to be a lot of drama around that Kirk Ferentz program right now. What do you think about uh, Fant being Man, a specialist? I don't get it. Best player, best player on the team, and he 
plays a handful of snaps. I don't quarter. understand it. I think it's ludicrous. He's a matchup nightmare. I wish he would have been a specialist against Iowa State Jesus, the last I few wish years. he was a specialist for Iowa State. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I give anything to add that kid. Kirk is talking on his butt on that one. Okay, uh, o- Okie State, <laughs> excuse me, Okie State, uh, West Virginia. Good game. Okie State plus five. Go Cowboys. At home. Taking taking I, the Cowboys. I don't know. I'm not saying taking them, but for Iowa State's standpoint, yeah, we, we want West Virginia to lose. Oh, absolutely, that is 100 percent true. Okay. Um, Did you know that we could, in theory, play West Virginia for the Big 12 title if that happens? Yeah, I would not mind that. That'd be great at all. Um, Texas Iowa State. The line is three. <sighs> Man, I don't know. He's at a loss, people. I, I don't know. I, I think the line is perfect. I think that the teams are dead. Even. I would take, obviously, Homer City. I would take Iowa State plus three. I, I, think, I, I I'll I, take Iowa State because I think Texas's defense is in major trouble. Okay. And I think Iowa State has the best defensive coordinator in college football. Let's head to the SEC. Tennessee plus six. Missouri games at Tennessee. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'd go Tennessee I, on that one. The only thing I've watched was the end of that Kentucky-Missouri game. That's the only thing I've seen of them. Home dog in the points. Didn't Tennessee just handle Kentucky? Who'd been having a good season? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Tennessee's kind of turning things around a little bit. Though. Yeah. Give me the give me the points of Tennessee. Uh, Cal, Stanford. Cal at home, plus two. <laughs> um, again, I don't know. No read whatsoever. No, I – I don't know enough about Cal. Here's the deal. You want to talk about the like my my record this year? It's because I'm not going nuts with stupid teams. You're taking the ones you know. I I mean, you look at the majority of them. I've 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 ridden Bama a lot. I've played a lot of Nebraska games. Yeah. I've played a lot of Big Twelve games. I've Have you done Iowa State? I've quite done a bit? Iowa State two or three times. Yep. But like I I, I tell you like. That's really the thing that I've kind of changed this year is yep. it's, instead of playing 15 games on a Saturday, you play six that oh, you yeah. really know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people like to have action. That's the problem. Uh, this is true. And I get caught up in that on like a Saturday night and you just throw 10 on a Washington State game or something. So this last one's interesting, Big 12. Keep in mind, folks, that the, uh, the Iowa State-Texas game, which is the game of the week in the Big 12, is on the Longhorn Network. Well, the national game of the week is this beauty, Oklahoma-Kansas. <laughs> The spread is 36 and a half. Does Oklahoma cover? I'm going to go out and say yes, they do cover against Kansas. I think they win uh, by 45 to 52 points, somewhere somewhere in that range. Yeah, they'll cover. So we agree on quite a few, actually. The uh, reminder, uh, do you want to pitch your watch party? <sighs> Uh, or is it filled up by now? Yeah, I mean we're we're doing one at Whiskey River, and they're um they're giving away apple pie shots for every Iowa State touchdown. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, it tastes like candy. Okay, but it's Everclear. So everybody that's there, and that's what I was told, gets. So we're gonna we're we're hoping to see five, six, seven touchdowns from the Cyclones. Yeah. That's a lot of shots they're giving out. That's true. Um, on, on Monday, I haven't pubbed this one as much yet. I'm starting to do it. Yeah. Um, we're releasing our second beer. Yeah. I well, with, I, with Barntown. I've heard the name because you mentioned the name before, right? Transfer Brew. Transfer Brew. 
Yep. Uh, we'll tap that and then watch the clones in Maui. And I'm going to be there for it. So, if you so that's come on have, Monday? Monday night, yeah. Monday yeah. night. If anybody wants to come have dinner and some beers. What's game I'll, time I'll for that one? 8 o'clock. Who do we play? Uh, Arizona. And if we win or lose, who would we play next? Yeah, uh, You would play Gonzaga or Illinois, so likely Gonzaga. So we don't get Duke is what you're telling Duke's me. Duke's on the other side of the bracket. All right, so we'd have to win. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we want to, to be honest. That deal on Monday night will be fun. It's going to be low-key. It's not like the last like beer tapping, which that place was absolutely out of control. Um, it'll be nice and low-key and a really fun place to watch. They're having the game, too, so if you're a West Des Moines, yeah. um, the Barntown will have the, the game on. Does uh, Oh, yeah, I was going to say, does Iowa State get, what, two guaranteed games there? Three. Three guaranteed. Yeah, they have three games. Okay, nice. Uh, are you just watching it at home? Uh, I had not thought about it yet, to be honest. So, I, well, I was talking I feel, about Saturday oh, night. You get you get Longhorn, don't you? Uh, I do. Yeah. I did not know I did until I searched. Yeah. Channel six seventy seven on Directv. So I think a lot of people naturally freaked out, saying they don't get it. Yeah. But because a lot of people don't know. Yeah. That they, I mean, maybe have Directv and not the know, right tier package. It's really not that hard to get Longhorn Network. Yeah. Um, I just feel for our fans because. They've got to listen to another team's broadcasters. Correct. That's what sucks. Although those guys are pretty. Those, that's fine, though, for winning. Yes. Then it's fun. Yes. Where'd these Cyclones come from? It's not like you're listening to Walters and Heft of Texas, but still, it's got burnt orange all over the, you know, like that's what sucks. About <laughs> You'll know what channel you're watching. Yeah. Um, let's give a shout out to our boy, Ryan Grove. Yes. Uh, Ryan predicted uh, Cyclones win 82 to zero in Austin this wow. weekend. 82 to nothing, eh? So he's a Cyclone fan. No, I'm making that up. But what I'm not making up is Ryan knows how to help you buy or sell a house up the in the high quality area. service. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> if you think Chris Williams is good at calling play-by-play action for women's basketball, you should see Ryan sell a house. Did he? I did. Oh, you did. Bensey nailed. Bensey nailed the Iowa State score last week, and the Hawk in the room did it. So, congrats, Bensey. The Hawk and a Packer. You can't get a worse combination yeah. than that. Ryan Grove up <laughs> Andy's at from Hunts. Harlan. Yeah, he is in Har- from Harlan. Hunziker up in Ames. Ryan Grove, look him up. Uh, we are going to have Ryan on soon. Yeah, because he wants soon. to come He wants to talk to basketball. Maybe he can break down the Maui uh, tournament yeah, for good. us after that. So, maybe we'll try to get Ryan on next week. To yeah, talk we, about we, should, we should try and do that. So um, Maybe do the show next Wednesday so people can, it can be a holiday show. We we could do that little Thanksgiving travel. That's where we got to be really good, though. Like we were good today, but you know they're traveling with the little kids in the yeah, backseat well, we to grandma's to grandma's our, house. Yeah, yeah. We can't talk it. about menstruation as much. I don't think menstruation's even uncalled for. I mean, it's just fact of life. Well, it's not that it's uncalled for. It's like, what are they talking Women about? Have what are they talking about, Mama? And then you got to go down. Well, you'll find out in a few years down that road. Where you know that's why we can't say things like Santa Claus isn't isn't yeah, real. Shh. You know that that could lead to some trouble. We don't want that. We got to kill this thing now. Let's kill it, man. All go right. clones on Saturday. All righty, let's go.